Welcome back to Hello Reality with the two guys who also use any excuse to stare at themselves in a reflective surface. It's Joseph. It's Eric. Eric, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for uh, deciding hey. to join us. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a minute due to, oh, so many issues. Um, vacation, <laughs> you know, like a lot of people Huge work issue. hard and they should take vacations every once in a while. And I thought, you know what? I'm not working hard. I got laid off. I'm unemployed, but I, I still somehow feel like I deserve a vacation. So I went on one. And now back to, um, you know, reality and the challenge. And I'm, I'm so excited to be back. You and Zach, though, man, you had a great podcast when I was out. How, how was that for you? That was fun. I was very impressed by Zach and his, uh, his natural ability to podcast about something he had no clue about. And to show some genuine enthusiasm, I think he liked the challenge. I think he enjoyed it. He did awesome. And if you want to replace me with him, honestly, wouldn't complain. But until that day comes, I am excited to be back talking about the challenge, our first elimination post-switch-up. Uh, it's going to be a good one. Any life updates on your end first, though, Joseph, that I know our, our listeners are clamoring for right now? I also took a trip. Uh, I went to Orlando, and when I opened up the blinds to my hotel, my view was a brick wall. <laughs> well, um, let, let me just fill some people in. Uh, you did also get into a heated argument with the front desk staff, right? Do you think that that might have something to do with the view that you received? Well, they had already booked the room before. So unless they did a last-minute switch-up on me, then, you know... Um, no, I don't think so. I think that hotel is just a piece of shit, and every room is uh, probably terrible. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. There you have it. Let's yeah. talk about this episode, though. Like, Do not stay I, at I, the I Holiday Inn fix. across the street from Universal in Orlando. Sorry, go ahead. Joseph, Joseph, what, what if what if they were going to sponsor us? we got to keep our options open, man. Don't you know anything about strategy from these shows? Come on. Let's, let's get into the issue at hand, though, which, of course, is... Oh my God, just when I thought we got rid of Kenny, he's back somehow. God <laughs> damn it, man. Come on. Oh, man. Yeah, I've seen a lot of like online uh, hatred towards the casting of Kenny. Um, and from me. You know, I don't dislike it as much because sometimes I like having like a, a Mitch character on these like uh, shows. Just like somebody who's like just completely out of place. Uh, though I will say he is not bringing it like uh, Mitch did. <laughs> Dude, okay, we've talked about this, but like, just help me understand, how do you take Casey, one of easily the most boring Big Brother players of all time, cast her on the show for five straight seasons, and then say, you know what, we need we need Casey's relative, who's never been on TV, and never should, and has virtually nothing <laughs> interesting to say for an entire season, let's, let's cast him. I don't know if like maybe they're trying to like make Casey more relatable to us and they're like maybe we put her relative on I'll bring something out of her and uh, yeah that's not that's not panning out either. No, that's you're onto something though. That's what they did. They were thinking, okay, if we put Kenny next to Casey, literally physically in the confessional booth, then Casey will look more energetic and enthusiastic by comparison. And you know what? It kind of worked because she <laughs> yeah. she actually did seem better relative to Kenny. So there's that. But yeah, Kenny Kenny uh, goes in to die against Horacio, who has now survived five eliminations. Joseph, can you believe this? I mean, given the circumstances, yes, I can believe it. Uh, two, two of the times, um, 
was it just four times? Is that um, no, no, it? no. It was it was five. It was first Turbo and Tamara, then Johnny and Raven, Jay and Michelle. He just beat Kenny, and he also survived Laurel uh, in yeah. a kind of emotional elimination match. Uh, not many people can survive Laurel's rat, so I'm counting that as one of his elimination wins. Oh, I see. Yeah, mm. um, I, I think with Horacio, a couple of those are like uh, the audience helping, the phone a friend. Uh, type of thing where it was the challengers helping him through the eliminations. Uh, this one was against Kenny Clark. And um, though I will say the elimination with Johnny was impressive. But, but um, you know, not Look, the, the record's a little bit, you know, it's a little wonky in my opinion. Hey, 4-0 or 5-0, depending on how you're counting, nothing to yes. sneeze at. I, uh, I'm more and more impressed by Horacio, although definitely not because of this elimination where the world's most handsome carpenter went up against Kenny. Uh, so, you know, kind of a freebie here. But still, very cool. Uh, building a record. Definitely the rookie of the year. Not even close this time. And I would like to also point out that, that I was a week early. I was a little bit early on this. But did I not say... That Casey and Kenny were about to get an intro to an episode that resulted in them dying. This was back when they were a team. I thought we were going to get that uh, episode before we split off into the new team format. But when this episode opened and we saw Kenny talk about something really boring and irrelevant, I started to feel pretty good that this was what was going to happen. Yeah, typical challenge affair. Uh, last episode we had Fessy crying about not winning a daily. Then he goes on to win the daily. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, we classic get, editing. We get. What did you think about Fessy giving a speech with oven mitts on? <laughs> wait, wait, what? I watched this episode. When twice, he was giving that, when he that. was giving that speech, yeah, he, he had the oven mitts on while he, like, and he was like being like, ser- it was, it was something. I must have been eating my cereal while that was happening because I don't remember yeah. the oven mitts. Uh, I remember the speech, but not the oven mitts. Um, right. That's. That's something, man. Yeah, that's something. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have done that. But it's still better than Nelly T's speech. I will say that. Yes. Uh, Jordan and Devin don't trust each other, which is apparently a thing. Uh, it makes sense, right? Like these guys are pretty much diametrically opposed with the way that they go about playing these games. So I feel like it's only natural. Yes. This is a great intro to a question I actually have for you, Joseph, because... Mm. This whole episode, and really this whole season, I feel like we've been given a theme here, which is that Devin is going on an image rehabilitation tour. And he's been claiming over and over again that he's really one of the most honest players out there. He doesn't break his word. And Joseph, you know the show front and back. you you got a way better memory than me. How accurate is everything Devin is saying? Is, is he, he actually trustworthy? I'm glad you asked this because I thought about this after watching this episode today. And I actually think that Devin is right. I like going back and looking at it. I actually think he's one of the more like, hey, if I'm like, he'll tell you to your face if he's going against you. Like, and you know, like, oh, this guy's coming after me. You know, right? Like, I, I, I think like that's more so his thing than like, like backstabbing people. Like, I couldn't think of a specific instance on the challenge where he outright backstabbed somebody, whereas his mentor Wes 
you can think of plenty of times where he's actually like <laughs> backstabbed somebody like uh, CJ yes. on Fresh Meat too. Um, and then he goes on to be like, but I'm actually like an honest player. And you and me are like, ah, you know, I don't really know about that. Um, I, I actually <laughs> think Devin is pretty loyal. We saw last season. It seems like him and CT are both from Boston. They have that Boston connection. He never sent in CT when there were times where he could have um, being like the head of the Emerald team. So I, I think it, it lines up, honestly. Yeah, I was thinking about the West comparison, too. This is pretty much exactly what West was going on about on his last season, All-Stars. And like you said, there have been some moments with West, but I also couldn't remember any with Devin. I also wasn't about to spend a lot of time researching or looking it up. I figured we got you for that. Why would I double our efforts? Yeah. You know, uh, you're the correspondent on that, that type of situation. So I'm going to take your word for it and say, until someone tells me otherwise... Devin, he's a wheeler and a dealer. He will make a lot of one, two-day, three-day deals, you know, uh, yeah. and that kind of gives him that reputation, I think, of being less trustworthy than he actually is. But he doesn't really make any huge waves, really. So uh, I guess good for Jordan for recognizing the situation and putting some trust in him through, like he said, mutual beneficial needs. And it paid off this episode because Devin did not throw in Jordan when he easily could have. Yeah, also, it's like, I I actually didn't even think about the angle of like, oh, if I keep Kenny around, that'll be good for me if I go into future eliminations. Uh, I ultimately do think that Devin landed on the right decision of just like, man, if we get rid of Jordan, like our chances of winning anything <laughs> are drastically lower now. And it's like, yeah, I might go against Kenny one time, but it's just really biding my time, like, you know. Right. So, And that's something that's interesting with the challenge is they mix up the format so much season by season and then now within seasons we've seen recently. It's kind of hard to predict how the finals are going to go. But you got to think it's a team challenge, question mark, J Joseph? Is it going to turn individual at some point? Like what's yeah. – what do you think? What I mean I think for? they might go back to ride or dies at some point, uh, honestly. Um with, like, especially if, with like this twist they revealed at the end um with yeah. with the ride or die still being in the game unless their partner's eliminated so i would think that at some point they come back together that that's what i want to ask about too and that's the other big reveal this episode that yes kenny is not out of the game yet yeah couldn't have come at a worse time where was this when Darrell got eliminated god yeah right but, he he needed to survive just a couple more weeks in order to get to this stage. Uh, yeah. Oh well, but, Veronica would have got uh, eliminated eventually anyway. It's like <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. Well, but then he would have yeah. been on his own. Like he he would have been the one surviving. But anyway, now I'm uh, wondering: is Kenny is this Kenny stay in the game? Does he automatically go back in the game if Casey survives, or does this just give him the chance? To get back into the game. I feel like it's a chance type of thing. I feel like there's going to be a challenge that they got to win, that Kenny's not going to win. Um, and then <laughs> then they get back into the game at that point. Uh, I'll like a big brother battle back type of thing. Okay. Which they have done facts? on the challenge before on uh, Dirty 30. Yes. Okay. Um, fun fact about Kenny. I don't know if you saw this, Joseph, but did you know that his Instagram handle is official... Kenny Clark, which is kind of funny because there's an infinitely more famous Kenny Clark who's a professional football player 
with about 100 times the followers he does, and yet he he sees himself as the, he's official, the official Kenny Clark. Kenny Clark. I mean, yeah. he's I mean, who knows? He could be maybe he does redeem himself and uh, comes back from Redemption Island, and that's why he feels like he's the official Kenny Clark. Conspiracy theory? Let's give him that chance. You're right. Yeah. You're, no, you're right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. I'm jumping the gun here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we have this challenge, which was sponsored by something that uh, is near and dear to my heart, uh, Puss in Boots, uh, the new movie with Antonio Banderas. Is this a sequel? Like, has there already been a Puss in Boots movie? You know, I... <sighs> I have to come clean. I'm not the biggest Puss in Boots franchise fan. I think there was one, yeah. I think there was already a spinoff. I can't believe they got Antonio Banderas to record a video of himself for this for a show that... He, you know, he's never seen before. He's he's too good to be watching the challenge for sure. Um, <laughs> and they really had him at gunpoint here recording this promo, Eric. Yeah, this is <laughs> that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. I had started googling, and when I started googling "Puss in Boots" movies, uh, autocomplete suggested "In Order." So I actually now think that there's <laughs> many Puss in Boots oh movies, as God. it turns out. Yeah, We're missing out. This is just the latest. It um, looks yeah. like there's one from 1961, and then of course post Shrek, there's been three. So, yeah, and, and this they say this is the last wish. I don't know if this is the last movie, but who knows? Maybe the challenge 47 hope. will get another, you know, another crossover yeah. episode. What, do, what yeah. do you think? Do you like these ones where they're sponsored by someone and they, and they work in the I, reference honestly, to the movie or whatever? I honestly thought this whole thing was hilarious. Like, yeah, I I like it. Like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. I enjoyed it. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. You know there. what I liked? This one is better than the Top Gun Maverick one. Remember that, by the way? Much that, better. That was before we knew how good a movie that that was going to turn out to be. But yes. that one almost felt like the force because it tied into the theme too well. I prefer it when it's just completely random. Like the, yeah. It reminds me of the prizes back in the day where they'd give you some kind of like a DJ set or something stupid like that. Like This yeah. really does feel like classic The Challenge. Trying to tie in an unbelievably unrelated movie into a challenge daily. That's what I like. Yeah, Antonio Banderas being like, "Yeah, I have a uh, ride or die in the in the film." Um, uh, uh, so yeah, that was great. Yeah, um, we we don't know Puss in Boots well enough to know who his ride or die in the film would be. Yes. But Eric, what? Yeah, how did you, you not go. bring up that I went to a Shrek rave the other day? Like I was oh waiting God. for you to bring that up. I I did not want to uh, plug myself, but I did go to a Shrek rave not too long ago, and there were many. Puss and Boots is around. And if you have a Shrek grave near you, you should go. They're very fun. Look, that's on me. You're right. I, it slipped my mind. My brain's yes. still a little bit addled, but couldn't have come at a better time. Kind of wild. You went to a Shrek grave, and then one week later, we got Puss and Boots. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What is <laughs> my fucking life? Um, yeah. So we get this daily, <laughs> which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, this is kind of like a classic challenge affair. Um, as noted by the dynamics of the teams, I think you and me knew this was going to be pretty tough uh, for the other team to overcome. Yeah. Oh, this was over before they even started. Um, <laughs> man, you know, it's funny because in the beginning of this episode, we get the tale of two teams, right? 
Fessy yeah. creates his monsters, and then we get the plucky underdogs formulated by Mariah. Mm. And I, I have to come clean, Joseph. When they made these teams, I was thinking to myself, you know what? I don't think Mariah's team's really like that bad. You know, I, I think that they they make up a lot of ground in a lot of other ways uh, besides think, raw strength. I think but, they have the two most athletic males in Horacio and Jordan. Like, like after seeing them perform in all these daily, like I. I do think that they are the most overall athletic guys. Yeah, for sure. But that just doesn't matter when you get a challenge like this, where it's just mono e mono, you know, muscle someone off of a platform. <laughs> and I feel like all the people who are at a size disparity like approach this in like completely the wrong way. Like none of them went for like their opponent's legs, which in my opinion, like would be what I would try to do. If that was out of size disparity, um, I I was also confused that nobody went on all fours. Um, I don't know if they're just trying to look cool or like whatever, but I thought that would have been a better strategy as well if you're going against somebody who's bigger than you. Uh, they all decided to go Greco-Roman style and try to like like muscle the other person with their arms, and uh, that's just not going to happen. Like if you're Nani and Tori, or I'm sorry, Amber and Tori, Nani and Olivia. Like, that is just, like, you're not going to beat them that way. Like Okay, good. I'm glad you're saying this because you, you actually have a wrestling background, so you're qualified. Yes. I think that was exactly my thought, too. And I do think that one of the rules I, I was able to catch was that it's whoever's foot or body part goes off the platform last lose, uh, wins, not right. like the order in which you hit the water, which cuts down on some of the randomness, I think. But even so, you would think that, yeah, just like go for the legs, latch onto someone, see if you can flail around and catch the platform after they uh, fall off, if you can drag them off with you. Like anything's yeah. better than going head to head. Uh, where it's just really all about strength, and these people just got slaughtered, right? Yeah, I, I didn't under, I did not get that at all. Like, I would have definitely tried that if I'm going against somebody like Fessy. And would I have still lost? Yes, but I would have put myself <laughs> in a much better position than some of these people did. For sure. Although I do think that uh, at least me giving advice on how to survive this elimination is kind of like. Saying, uh, here's how you, here's some tips on surviving Mount Everest, or here's some tips on if someone pulls a gun on you, on you and puts it against <laughs> yeah. your temple, like here's what might help. It's like, are these going to help? No, of course not. But it's fun yeah. to think about, right? Yeah, I definitely think like like I said, they could, they would have given themselves a much better chance uh, if they would have gone that direction. Especially somebody like Devin, uh, he, it seems like he was comparable in weight to Nelson, and Nelson didn't like toss him off right away like I had expected. Um, it, it seemed to go on a little bit longer uh, than than I would have anticipated, at least. It was a good one. Uh, we also yeah. see Jordan go down. It's crazy. I I have such high expectations with Jordan. I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh, he'll I, find a way. I really thought that like Chauncey was going down here. I, I I really did believe that. I'm like, yeah, he has the muscle on him. But it's Jordan, we haven't really seen anything super impressive out of Chauncey yet, as far as athleticism. But good on him taking uh, taking down Jordan here. Yeah, yeah. Until now, this big feather in his cap. Yeah. Uh, when Fessy went up against Kenny, I thought Kenny should have just walked off. You know, I thought I think that would have been funnier. <laughs> should have just walked um, the plank. This would have been the time to go on all fours, uh, for sure. If you're Kenny, and just try to pull out his legs and make him reach down to you. Um, like, like I said, I think that was the way to go about this, but probably would have lost either way. 
yeah, <laughs> probably. They're very generous of you. <laughs> very generous. It's it's honestly it's it's Kenny should be happy that he didn't get hospitalized. That's a win yes. for Kenny going but, up against Fessel. But good on him for uh, doing the West Bergman and just uh, going against the person who's obviously going to beat you anyway. Take one for the team. Mm -hmm. Yep, yeah. definitely the strategy. I don't know how they knew that that was going to happen. Like, did did they see the other team's order first? Did, yeah, like, one they, person they did not make someone that first. Yeah, how they were. I don't uh, get that. Which they typically have on challenges pass. Um, yeah, the women. I, I didn't think it was as one sided as until I saw them actually get on the platform, and I was like, oh wow, okay, yeah, this is there's no chance. Like, it was bad, man. It was really bad. The, the size discrepancy for this one, you got Casey, Tori, Anissa, uh, Olivia, like that's, that's actually, these are, these are all the Titans on the women's side. Like when you, when yeah. you saw them lined up, it was like, oh yeah, no one really has much of a chance, do they? <laughs> so yeah. eight, one victory overall, or <laughs> of course, the only one to get a win. Yes. Good job. Horacio taking down bananas. That was a cool matchup actually. Um, and also Mariah thinking that she's stronger than Casey. Hilarious. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I Mariah, you've done a good in some of these dailies, but I don't even think I'm stronger than Casey. Like she's, she's a beast. <laughs> yeah. Mariah also in the beginning, someone said, I think Nani was like, like, wow, like, like great job. You really assembled such a great team. And Mariah just seemed really pleased with herself. She seems a little out of the loop, a little oblivious on what's going on. I don't think she actually crafted the most amazing team ever. I will say I don't think they're as out of it as they think. Like, maybe I'm crazy, but I think getting rid of Kenny now, you have three very competent males. Um, and then I don't think there's anybody from the female side who's, like, outright bad, right? Like, you would say is like an anchor. Um, whereas the other team does, and they're a little bit more top heavy. Like I think that the other teams may be more like athletic. Yeah. Like slightly. No, you're right. You're right. I, I do think that, you know what I think this might come down to is depending on how many more physical challenges can, can this team of ragtag misfits just survive with enough people intact to actually play the final or are they going to get decimated like the, what was it, the, the gray team or the blue team? The blue team in Cutthroat, where yeah. they might still have some people where who are good Emily at the final. Strom and Jen running the final. Yeah, exactly. Because here's what I think Mariah did right. I think Jordan was, we didn't get to talk about this, right? We missed that week, unfortunately. Uh, but picking Jordan's amazing. Absolutely the first pick, no matter what Fessel tries to say, whatever, whatever bullshit he spews. Uh, because not only do you get Jordan, but the other team gets Anissa, which I think is almost as important. You know, if, if Anissa's in a final, I like the other team's chances. So if they can keep that situation going and get to a final, then I think that they're probably the favorite team to win still. It's just a matter of like, can you get to the final? They're, they yeah. might have a hard time getting very many players there. Yeah, um, like we said, we don't know where this format's going to go meant. either. You know, who, who really knows <laughs> as far as that's concerned. But yeah, pretty easy win for Fessy's team here. Uh, I'm going to try to stop referring to it as Fessy's team. Can they like give it another name or whatever? Because it just feels like, is it gonna? Is it really his team this whole time? Like, I don't know. 
I don't know. Pink and yellow. Uh, are they going to stick with that, or is that just for the challenge? Yeah. They they should brand these teams a little bit better. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, um. They the men on the other team look scared shitless once they reveal that one of them's going in. Uh, which is like you know that's a scary prospect. There's only four people. Like you know what I mean. It's a very high chance you're going to go in. And they actually got pretty much exactly what they wanted, uh, which was which was crazy here. Um, I did enjoy the interrogations of like them going in one by one facing one team. Uh, I actually thought that was pretty cool because I can imagine it's pretty intimidating probably to be that one person uh, just looking at all these faces who have the potential to send you in. Yeah, it's it, you know what it reminded me of uh, like a. Like a job interview, or if you've ever been there, a casting interview where there's all these network execs behind uh, the camera, but but like there's so many people, you can't focus on any one person at once, and your fate is completely in their hands. You feel powerless. I, I can't imagine it was super fun, and I don't think we got really any good content out of it either. They're all pretty much like, yeah, just you know, you guys are deciding this. Uh, <laughs> do whatever you want, and I hope it's not me. But if it is, great. I mean, there was Devin with the approach of spouting off and uh, saying as many nonsensical things as he could without saying anything of value at all. That was kind of funny, right? But did anything interesting happen in any of the other um, deliberations? No, that's a good point. I, thought, I actually thought Kenny was pretty funny, uh, you know, in his, his little thing uh, with the dry sense of humor saying he's the strongest. Um, in one moment. Yes, I'll yeah. give him that. I, uh, Jordan and Tori were, uh, you know, kind of had this little standoff that um, I, I saw in your notes that you're tired of the Jordan and Tori stuff. Um, so what? maybe yeah. you weren't. A, Don't put me on blast like that. Maybe you <laughs> weren't a huge fan of all that. Um, you know, I see that they're previewing that there's going to be more of it in the next episode. So I might be with you on that if there's even more of it. Um, and I think that there is like something. You know, last episode, I thought that Jordan came off like a dick uh, with that stuff. But now, like, I, I am kind of seeing it more from his perspective where he feels like Tori did the same thing to him. Uh, but just he wasn't on the season. That was the only difference. He's just watching it from home. Um, and is that any better? Um, you know, I, I don't know. So I, I understand that he feels hurt with Tori, you know, hooking up with somebody immediately after their breakup on her first season back. Um, so I... I kind of see it more through his eyes a little bit more after seeing his conversation with Devin. Yeah, and I was I was going to bring this up too because this was part of the intro as well and it comes full circle here in the deliberation where it really is a messy situation. It's it's tough. Can you? I, I still can't believe these people go through these personal, deeply personal things on television yeah. and they give confessionals about it left and right. Like, wow. And, and seemingly handle them pretty well. Like, like in comparison to how they, like, I think Tori's been pretty good. Um, and, and George, too, like they really had that one blow up and, but that was it. Yeah, I agree, man. I, I I'm going to have the most uh, boring, lukewarm take of all time, I think, which is that, you know, let's, let's try to maybe cut them all a little bit of slack. Uh, if anything, like, I don't think anyone's said or done anything that is at all you know, bad or reprehensible. Like, I think they're all just trying to process it best they can. And I, I also agree with you. I get where Jordan's coming from as well. It's like, well, I'm not going to not do anything. I'm not going to not live my life now, especially after Tori very publicly hooked up with someone after and, and 
shortly after they broke up and that was all over social media and then the show and all that. But at the same time, like it's gotta be brutal for Tori to be right there in person, even though more time has passed. Um, maybe Jordan could be more sensitive about it. I don't know. It's, it's wild. And yes, like you said in my notes, I am kind of sick of it because it has been the main storyline of the season. And I, I don't know. I just, I could use a break from it, I guess. Like, I feel like it's just kind of the same story episode after episode. But maybe I, that's just I, me. I, you know what one I'm really getting tired of is the Nani and Casey one. Because that really seems like the same thing season after season. Um, but yeah, the the Jordan and Tori stuff I understand a little bit more because of their first time back together. Like, obviously it's going to be a big storyline with Jordan hooking up with Norris and everything. I'd be, I'd be lying though if I were to say I wasn't a little sick of it too. Just like the... Soap opera y nature of this show sometimes. I'm just like, okay, there's a lot. Um, but, you know, I get why they're mm. showing it, why they feel like they need to show it. Uh, Kenny volunteers to go in, which, okay. Uh, well, your wish is, is our command, apparently. So they go down in there, and it seems like Fessy's team really hadn't communicated to each other what everyone wanted. Uh, we find out that Nelson and Olivia and them were left out of the vote. We could have maybe elaborated this on a little bit more if we would have had less uh, Jordan and Tori and Casey and Kenny stuff. Uh, but we're just finding well, this out at the elimination. That come on, the, Joseph. This team is in shambles. I, you, what are you, you going to do? We're like, Which one of Kenny's four confessionals about being someone different than Casey's brother are you going to cut? I think we need them all in there. Yeah, How else yeah. am I going to get to know the real Kenny Clark, again, who just showed up on this episode, 10 episodes into the season, uh, without all those confessionals? He wants hey, to be his own person, <laughs> Joseph. Have a heart. Hey, producers, if you want Kennedy to be his own person and make his own path, maybe every other confessional shouldn't be about how he's Casey's brother. Yeah, just throwing it out. Yeah, um, I agree. So anyway, Casey's brother doesn't get what he wants, of course. The other team <laughs> yeah. is going to not put him in because that would be so stupid. And also, what what is he even going on about wanting to be put in? Like, like what? No. Yeah, I, I, I did not get any of that. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I think he was trying to do the quote-unquote honorable thing. Or maybe he wanted to, like, know it was going to happen. I just, I don't know. Um, and I think so, he wanted just one iota of screen time. I think he was like, I haven't yes. said or done anything this entire season. <laughs> of no, I've actually yeah. been taking a nap every time they ask me to go do confessionals. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna really shock people. I'm gonna come out of left field. Put me in. I want to go in. And then yeah, like, I want Horacio's oh, well, no. blood on these hands. So um, they vote in <laughs> Horacio and <laughs> a Big Brother Canada reference for y'all. And they vote in Horacio. And without much fanfare, Olivia throws him a pity vote. And uh, Stang Rider dies with him, which he did appreciate. Um, and I think I feel like he would have taken that badly had she voted for him even though it would not have mattered um i feel like he would have been very hurt by that um and mm -hmm. devin freaking walker the king of picking the skull the dagger whatever it is if he has to pick it he's gonna pick the safe one he picks the safe dagger on the first poll uh and the decision is up to him uh, as far as who he wants to send into elimination and also save himself. Yep. Yep. 
Couldn't write it any better. Who would have guessed this is what's going to happen after all their trust talk in the beginning of the episode. But Devin ultimately does save Jordan. And call me crazy, I think this is totally the right move. He does bring up a good point about how if Kenny's on the team, then, sorry, Casey's brother is, Casey's brother's on the team, then, uh, you know, he's there. Easy pickings to survive an elimination against. But are you, are you ever going to win a final that way? No. And also, this is the classic dilemma of the challenge where if you're Devin, if you're one of the regulars, or really anyone, you're, you're fighting for a regular spot, your reputation lives on season after season after season. So I think this is a case of Devin also playing the long game, wanting to workshop his reputation a little bit and in a way that doesn't really cost him anything. And I think he's willing to to roll the dice a little bit, gamble with keeping Horacio and Devin on his team and uh, Jordan on his team. He might be in trouble if they lose again a week after next and go into an elimination, but you never know. It could be another light break challenge, right? Right. Can I give – do you think it's a bad idea to like just straight up be like, all right, I know you guys think I'm sneaky, but look, I'm actually not – like, like I, I, I don't know if I love that. Like, I, it, to me, it just seems so transparent. But maybe it, it'll, it would work on these challengers. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. But I, I don't know. Maybe he also, I think he also genuinely feels a little frustrated by it. He's like, like, what, what have I done that's so terrible? Like, you yeah, know, he's kind of throwing true. it back in their face. Which I pointed I out, I, it's really not much, you know. So yeah, 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 yeah. So um, we have so, Horacio. Going against Casey's brother, um, and we knew where this was going to go. I think, uh, even despite not seeing what the elimination was, and we see what it is, and then we find out Horacio works in construction, and so if it already wasn't game over, then it was like really <laughs> game over. Um, I actually thought in some yeah. ways Kenny might have an advantage of in this, like being the smaller person, like you don't have to break as much. Um, but it don't. It right. seem now like we're really overthinking things. <laughs> Get out like, because you can fit through the you can fit through the drywall easier. Like, I don't know. Like that that was my thinking. Like, but you're, I don't know how much it, of the wall you had to tear down. But go ahead. You're you're forgetting about the fact that uh, Orasio is athletic enough to simply dive through a small hole in the middle of the platform. Uh, he doesn't even need to carve out a body size hole. This thing is over yeah, before true. it started. Yeah. I have a couple of things I'd like to point out. One. You would think that getting a non-combative, non-physical elimination would be the one way Kenny could survive this. No. This is, if anything, worse for him somehow uh, yeah. than a hall brawl. So he looks more lost here than he does in uh, Paul Oh, Russell. when Johnny had to tell him to get the bowl cutters, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> That's not a good sign. If you see yeah. a bunch of bolts in front of you and then you run back and your instinct is to grab uh, you know, a pair of uh, like pliers – a wrench or an axe or instead I don't even of know bolt what cutters yeah. <laughs> it's like hey you got the bolts grab the bolt cutters uh, <laughs> crazy man. idea and yeah. i got one more issue too this was uh, this was called breaking barriers dude why do they not call this wall brawl come on it's right there yeah you wouldn't win. that have been better you in there um also too he was having trouble like pulling the locks off after he cut them the first time and in my head i was like why why don't you just cut them again like on the other side of it, and then it's unstuck. That probably would have been better. I don't know. Yeah. I don't so know. So he, uh, poor Kenny Clark, um, we hardly knew thee, but we're going to get to know thee more, maybe, uh, if this Redemption Island twist uh, pans out. 
Um, what do you think about this twist? I actually kind of like it. Uh, just because of the whole ride or die uh, theme, I, I do feel like it kind of fits with that a little bit more than these redemptions have in the past. Yes, yeah, so that was the big issue with the twist, right? With 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 the format shakeup. It's like, okay, well, how is this ride or dies anymore now, right? Now it's just uh, teams, ride or dies on opposite side. Now yeah. we're veering into blood versus water territory. But <laughs> this does... <laughs> this does, like you said, point to the idea that they they might reunite. Maybe they will all come back in at some point. I I, I haven't really been able to decipher exactly what's going to happen in the end here, but I do like the idea that Ride or Dies means something the whole way through. What about you? Uh, yeah, so I I want to see how it works out. Like you know, there's probably some kinks we haven't thought of. Um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people hanging out of this redemption house. Who knows? Mm -hmm. That could be some cool drama. If you got people who sent in that not, person. In no, there. I'm not with Kenny there. Not with Kenny there, man. <laughs> I think you're forgetting. Yeah. Kenny will be the peacemaker or something, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm usually super negative on these twists. So I want to be optimistic. I did kind of like the idea of, okay, if you're ride or die still in there, you have a chance, you know, that does go back with the ride or die theme, like I said. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, I'm not completely going to be a hater on it off the bat. Yeah, no, same. And it's, it's so easy for us to fall into that line of thinking. It's really our natural mode, our state of being. Right? A lot of times but we're right. <laughs> it's, it's tough because we're, we're also usually right, you know, like yeah. we're talking about finals and all these things. And I right. typically don't like it when people get buyback opportunities in this or any other yeah. show. Usually it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I'd rather they just stay home. But I don't I don't know. It's It'd be nice if we could finish as Ryder dies. Maybe one team comes back in. I, I don't know. Let's just – let's see it play out. Yeah. Let's reserve judgments. If, if okay? I – if I if history's any indication, Johnny and Nani, this exact pairing, will get back into the game. Uh, since Wes isn't yes. here, it'll probably screw over Devin, uh, his protege, and exactly. we'll hate the twist. Yeah, no, I think you nailed it. That's probably yeah. what's going to happen here. Okay, so we'll see. TBD. I, yes. I don't know what format I want the final to be in still. I, I feel like... It would make the most sense to end it as actual pairs, ride or dies, and we get one yeah. original pair together. So I guess I'm hoping for that. Do you um, think TJ should then, drop a hint to them that they might want to keep their ride or die around? Like, should he, like, that's drop something? Or do you think just let it play out how it's... That's a really funny joke, Joseph. Um, do, do I wish in my wildest fantasies that this would happen? Yes, you know, but will the players ever have any inkling of the game they're playing or the rules that they're playing under? No, not in the challenge. That's just, we don't get that here. I think it would make for a better game if the players knew more about the game that they were playing. I think you'd get better strategy. I think you'd get a lot more value out of it, but um, that's just never going to happen. I think they, they want that reveal. Way too badly. And the players are going to go, whoa, what? They're still in it. And you're going to get that moment, Joseph. So you're not really thinking of that. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, they can fake it, right? I mean, I'm sure some of them do anyway. They could, and it would it would probably be the same. Yeah. yeah. 
So no, I like your idea a lot. I I wish that would be the case, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. I think they want they want the wow factor. They want the surprise. Like you, you remember when TJ told Kenny that he was still in the game, and Kenny gave that awesome reaction. It was like. <laughs> Whoa! I was thinking crazy. in my head, like, is there a worse person that like <laughs> could have been like eliminated? And then it'll be like, I maybe his sister, like, 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 and even she would have been like, let's go! And they would have replayed that like all like a lot ad nauseum. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, this really was the worst <laughs> option, but. Sweet, sweet Kenny stays alive in this game somehow. I am intrigued to see how that's going to play out, what that's going to look like. So <laughs> I, hopefully you I find did out. like when I did like when TJ said like uh, you dominated him. I didn't want to say that in front of Kenny because he's so sweet. I thought, I thought that was, <laughs> yeah, that was that funny. Was, <laughs> yeah, good lines by this, TJ. Like is TJ like coming up with his own lines at this point? Like I don't think that's like a producer like thing, unless I'm crazy. No, that's like the, that's all yeah. TJ. It's got to be. That's just him. Yeah. That's that's his personality. He's yeah. he has a lot of good moments in these eliminations. Yeah. I love it. He's been good. He's been funny. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, this uh, episode of Hello Reality was sponsored by Puss in Boots. Uh, so go see them in theaters. Uh, give them promo code Hello Reality. For, okay, I'm just kidding. Uh, sorry, don't. <laughs> that won't work. Um, yeah, Eric. Anything for our uh, <laughs> listeners? Our dedicated. No, listeners? try it. <laughs> yeah, try it. yeah try it. See, <laughs> no maybe we'll most get of these kids at by... these movie theaters aren't paying attention anyway all right like they don't really care about their it's like give them the promo code tell them it's free walk into the theater uh straight in straight inside and if they try to kick you out tell them hello reality sent you and we'll pick up the bill eric will pick up the bill i think I'm going to cut everything you just said out of the podcast if I, <laughs> if I can, if I remember. Uh, yeah. Have you ever heard of a movie ticket being like a, having a promo code applied to it? Like, I don't, I don't think that works that way, right? Like, do you, I guess you buy tickets online. You these days. Buy I online. haven't gone to a movie in so long. I don't know how it works, man. Oh, Eric, you're, come on. You need to, you need to feed the movie industry. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But why would I do that when I can just watch YouTube videos all day long? Anyway, I, I don't you. think I have anything other than to say that I think this is one of the worst episodes of the season. And it was all about Kenny and Casey. And I think uh, those two facts are related to each other. Yes. Just as and I suspected would be the case. And therefore, probably one of the like worst podcasts we've had. Uh, this yeah, no doubt. I, I yeah. don't think we're going to remember this one. This isn't going in the all-time list, that's for sure. Yeah. But look, that's on us. That's our job. Uh, I had a little bit of fun you know, talking yeah. about Guys, Casey's the movie brother. theater industry is dying. So you need to go out and see movies in the theater or else it's, it's not going to be a thing anymore. Oh, man. Okay. All right. I'll work on that. Let me know if you got any good movie recommendations because I'm sure as hell not seeing Puss in Boots 3. But if any good movies come up, let me know, Joseph. Otherwise, I think that that's everything that I can possibly say about this episode. So thanks for listening, as always. And we'll be back next week to break down the next episode, Girls Elimination Day. Who's it going to be? Hopefully, Casey. See you next week. (laughs) Definitely not. Bye.